If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Yeah, hello, and welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast here for your Monday. What's going on, y'all? Let's go it on. I see that uh, it is now officially dropped on uh, our KBJ Show YouTube channel. The KBJ Horror Movie Anniversary is right there. People already leaving comments. Thank Yay. you very much. That's going to be what helps this thing get a little bit bigger. So comment, comment, comment. Yep. Love it. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> One minute in. I already laughed twice. Can't wait for the rest of it. Nice. Nine out of 10 men every time. Yeah. The thing that's great about it is if you do <laughs> listen to the KBJ show, there's so many like little Easter eggs and lines and stuff like that that uh, you'll uh, understand. I deliberately wrote some stuff for you guys with inside jokes for our crew. It's mm-hmm. for KBJ Nation. I yeah. was chuckling. The things that I got to see, I was chuckling. And most of the theater was chuckling, too, because they got it. They yeah. did get it. It was a cool feeling. You always wait. You sit there and go, all right, there's that first joke. Does everybody laugh? And you're kind of just sitting there waiting to go, all right. Okay. Be all right. All right. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so it was good. The crowd was absolutely fantastic. The uh, Maltz Jupiter Theater was absolutely amazing. Their uh, renovations that they have done, my goodness, that theater is gorgeous. It really is. And they were such a joy to work with. That crew over there, they're so professional. They're so on point. Andrew, who runs the whole show over there, just was the best to work with. It, It really is cool. A goofy movie. With your friends, family, and the good people, ten thousand bucks for little smiles that raise. That's it's fucking awesome. Huge. That's our gross number. There, there's a few expenses that have to come out of that, but it is, it is going to be close to ten thousand dollars that little smiles walks away with. Mm-hmm. That is huge. Okay, I'll start saying that close to ten thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, I said it earlier on the air, and then I thought about it. It's 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 ten thousand gross, over ten thousand gross net. It'll be a little lower because there were hard costs. You know, we had to pay the bartenders. We had to pay the sound guy, the lighting guy. Those people weren't volunteer. The theater ushers, those are all volunteers. And the theater itself, that space was entirely free. That should cost thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, and it does for I'm, anybody else. I'm also glad that Suits got a lot of shine for this when people were yeah. you know, complimenting him because he He's did a really great job. And- he did a fantastic job. 
I'm very mm-hmm. happy for Suits. He said, yeah. I was talking to him before the podcast. He goes, I got to admit, Bird, it was a real cool feeling walking around after, you know, after the movie and stuff. People, you know, high-fiving me and hugging me and saying I did a great job. So he, he earned every bit of that. That's yeah. awesome. He did. He, he was fantastic. Amy, who's also KBJ Nation, she was the lead, and she did a fucking fantastic job. So shout out to her. Suits' his girlfriend in the movie. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shelly uh, sent an email. She said, we won tickets for anniversary and loved the movie. Uh, we're dying to know if Jaybird Stalker was there. I did not see her. I will admit, though, there was so many people. It was a little overwhelming. I wanted to have more FaceTime with people except for her. But <laughs> I really don't know if she was there. She could have been in a costume and you wouldn't right. know. Be no would have known. There was so much going on. She could be at your house for trick-or-treat. You won't know. Mm-hmm. All right, let's not fuck it. Uh, Angie is asking for no spoilers, please. So if you haven't seen it yet, so, you know, people, if you would not, because there are a couple things, you know, as it goes on that you'll want to save a couple scenes in there and not know what the outcome is. Well, Angie and her whole crew, they're in a whole scene at the Crazy Horse. There's about eight or nine yeah. from people from our chat room that, that right. that's very good to our show. They are, they're all in the scene together. It's pretty much just a straight-up chat room scene, which I thought came out fucking awesome. It did. I saw that part. Yeah. I was in my moments of back and forth. I got to see that, and that was good. Everybody crushed it. Uh, Stefan Brad said, yeah, big shout-out to the one and only uh, Jay Bird. We had a pretty crappy week, and you were able to completely turn that around for us. We were so giddy after we ran into you and Denny's at the Russ Market, and you offered us tickets to the KBJ Horror Movie. Aww. Then we get to the theater, and we get to our seats and realize perhaps you were a little too stoned when you gave us those tickets. They were the best seats in the whole house. <laughs> That's what we do. And yes, I was stoned. <laughs> no, I knew those were good. T- I, I had good tickets to give out at Russ Market. That's why I put that video. And they were eaten up immediately. Yeah. People found me. I, I gave them all out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sat behind Panda and Rocco, and I sat next to the star of the evening, Sue. Nice. All while the Kevin Rolson was standing. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you standing? Uh, didn't have seats. Your seats were at the... Uh, you definitely had seats. You had seats. Your tickets were at the box office. You didn't stop to get your tickets. Nobody told me to. You had well, the whole front row. You were on the will call. We were trying to explain that. And it just got lost in translation. Yeah, so I... I the whole uh, s- third and second row was us. There was just five seats empty the whole night because I kept looking in them for you. Yeah, no one told me to go to the box office. I was trying to tell you guys that, and things okay. got a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I texted to Kim. Okay, yeah, so I don't know what was going on with all that. All I know is I was like, yeah, and you couldn't get in, you couldn't get into the theater without tickets. So I was like, okay. So we went in. I think it was uh, Yasik's that uh, sent an email. She was like, uh, yeah, she said, I want to say thank you for the amazing event. She said, uh, second, what was up with the theater ushers moving the Ralston family from the seats? (laughs) I was so embarrassed, and I felt terribly sorry about that. Uh, She said, I kept telling them I would sit with Grant, uh, but it didn't work out. So I was like, well, that's the Kevin Ralston, but they didn't care. So the lady insisted that my husband and I sat there instead of them. However, I'm glad we did because Jaybird sat in front of us and seeing uh, Jaybird enjoy his creation made us feel super special. So I'm sure I can speak for the nation when I say we love you all and thank you for an amazing night. Can't wait to share the movie with all my family and friends. That is awesome. Yeah, she's in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. She has a line. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, let me see other emails that we got here. Uh, Zach 
said, as far as sequels go, what would you say is a great horror sequel? It's been a long time, but I think Pet Cemetery 2 has to be up there. I mean, killing a kid with a potato truck can't get more poetic than that. I didn't hate the Halloween sequel. I know it's controversial. It's when the Halloween takes place in the hospital pretty much the whole mm-hmm. whole time. But th- that would be mine. I don't hate Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. I've grown to like it better. Um, I used to hate it as a kid. It's There's some weird parts in there. Psycho 2 I kind of liked. I'm also in the minority on that. Uh, let me see. Uh, this one from Jacob said, uh, WTF is this Kev image? So I never go on KBJ Instagram, but I happened across it while looking for horror movie updates. I noticed on the bottom of the KBJ draft images that Kevin appears to be totally missing an eyebrow. Also, how does Kevin still look murderous even at such a low resolution? (laughs) (laughs) His murderous cuts through. It's so weird, too. All the pictures from the event on Saturday... There's so many comments. Go, why does Kevin look photoshopped in? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, suits. Well, you're just talking about photos people got of Kevin. I found this one online. I don't know who took this photo, but that might be the most terrific thing I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that from Saturday night? It is from Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, what was I doing with my face there? Yeah, it's not a good you photo. You look like you're waiting in the shadows to take someone out. But you're farting first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible photo. Uh, let me see here. Got uh, Anastasia said, good morning. I just saw Jaybird's uh, music video on Facebook dedicated to Chewy, and I just had to tell Bird that he must get that haircut and maybe wear a suit sometime. He is so hot. Oh, thank you. Well. What is the uh, status on the hair? It, it, you know, look, I'm ready to cut it at any point. I just got to, like I said, today's really the first day I'm, I'm becoming a human again. It will be nice to get this cut. It's yeah. just been so long. Right. And I don't, I don't know how to braid my own hair. Yeah. And if I could always keep it in braids, I would always have long hair. I love braids. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a lot, man. It's tricky. I, I like wearing hats, too. It's difficult wearing hats. Right. So, so do we have a timetable, or is it just as soon as you can get to it, maybe after Halloween? I figured we'd start maybe get a little chat, figuring out what's the best thing to do, a little bit or something. Let's have some fun with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've had, I've had this hair for three years now, long. Man, it's been that long. Dang. Throwing up my hair like that. I can't fucking believe that. You had that COVID hair. I have that COVID hair. Uh, let me see. Cynthia said, uh, hey, Kev, I'm going to Nashville with my son on Thanksgiving. Virginia gave me the name of the place your son works, but is there a way to request him as our tour guide? We'd be going on Thanksgiving Day. The last tour at 5 p.m., that would arrange plans to get uh, Colin as our guide. You know, unfortunately, he's coming home for Thanksgiving. Oh, shoot. Yeah. He's usually the weekend tour guide, too. So yeah. I don't know if he's ever there on a Thursday. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, he yeah he typically does like Friday, Saturday. So if you are in Nashville then, yeah, our uh, twins, they're both going to be gone for Christmas. So we're going to be kind of doing all that family stuff for Thanksgiving this year. So Thanksgiving will be the big Ralston mm-hmm. get-together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alec from the Pizzle said, I am drunk and high watching the Ohio State-Penn State game. <laughs> Ohio State just muffed the punt. Here's the question, no matter how this game ends, how much money would it take for you to take the show digital and move to Columbus and be Brutus full-time? He's definitely drunk and stoned. <laughs> 
is Brutus. What does he look like? He's, He's the, the Buckeye. Buckeye. But yeah. The yeah, those are that's reserved. Those are I think college students that uh, do that. So they got a team of about four or five really super strong jet kind of gymnast people that do that. Speaking of Buckeyes, and I feel like yeah. it's still sort of on topic. Where yeah. do I get the Buckeye chocolates that? That are they come from there? Where do I get them down here in South Florida? Because I'm kind of craving those. Kilwins has them. Where I've the fuck s- is that? I've seen them in the Kilwins. It's the Kilwins in Jupiter by me. Sounds kind of fancy. Sounds a little like kind of regal. It is kind of a fancy ice cream place. You know where the movie theater is, Indian Town and US One. Oh yeah, it's in there. Hmm. Okay. They have those little, they have all kind of yummy candies. I'll take three Buckeyes. That'll be $75. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> Probably 7,500 calories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Those pack a lot of punch with calories. They're I don't so think, good. I don't think they're slimming. They are not. And what's dangerous is you could eat 24 of them. I mean, look, I'm a grown-ass man They go down. Here. I could eat two dozen of those. Maybe you should buy those and hand those out for Halloween. <laughs> That's a real cheap <laughs> Handing out kill wins. Yeah. Oh, you know you got money to blow if you're oh. handing out kill wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so don't think that'll happen. I, I love growing up in uh, central Ohio, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think we'll be going back. But definitely uh, high in stone. Where are you going to go for Thanksgiving? Are you keeping it a home game or are you going on the road? I think, I think we're going to stay home. We were kicking around maybe going up for the Ohio State-Michigan game and doing the road trip and all that, but I think that's kind of gone by the wayside. So we'll see. We got everything for the holidays is all kind of up in the air. I don't know. Are you guys leaving or staying? I'm definitely staying for Thanksgiving because Panda loves a home-cooked Thanksgiving meal, and that's his favorite. He's always gone on record to say that. So we're going to stay for Thanksgiving. I might go to New Orleans for Christmas or at least some part of it because the Saints are playing – uh, a home game on the 21st, a Thursday night game, and that could be fun. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I love a night game. Yeah, and uh, the one thing, too, the Dolphins are playing on Christmas Eve here. Okay, Ooh, that's fun. That could be really fun. We should go to that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. That's that's one thing we're thinking about doing because everybody's going to be gone anyway. So I was like, why not? It's not like we got a traditional Christmas Eve anyway with uh, all the kids gone. So, yeah, that's, that's a thought. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, Kyle sent in an email. He said, hey, it's Kyle from Lady Lake, Florida. Says, uh, my wife and I shower together on occasion and she recently called me out for how I was... Uh, with my hair and showering. She says, what I do is I face the water when washing my beard and hair. 
I wasn't even aware I was doing something wrong until she said something. But as I recall, as a child growing up, many men in movies and TV shows would always face the water while in shower scenes. Like on ER, the TV show, Dr. Green always faced the water. So I guess just um, I feel like I was kind of trained that way. I, I did the same. I, I, I've done some videos in the shower just talking to the good people. And a quarter of the comments, Bird, you're doing it wrong. Face the other way. That's how you go fucking shampoo blind. And like, pan right. down, will you? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was my comment. <laughs> the, the PHs? <laughs> yeah, he said, uh, I guess uh, men or myself just face the water when showering because it's what we were shown. I love the way water feels in my face. I like it getting smacked around. I turn. I go for a little while face, a little while back. I do love a shower. That's the one thing good about having the heat the heater or mm-hmm. the gas stuff. My, I never have cold water. It always will stay warm. Right. But Except for that week when you had no gas. Well, that's the other part, that every now and then your fucking gas goes out and then your life is over. <laughs> <You're> screwed. <laughs> yeah, he said, um, he said, yeah, who looks uh, backwards, breaking their neck to do something that's supposed to be enjoyable? My wife, I find that when I look at the ceiling to rinse my hair, and the water out, I get more in my face if I just to face the water and look down. They say it's easier, too, to not get shampoo in your eyes. Mm. Yeah, looking up. I mean, that's how they do it at the hairdresser. You lay back in the bowl and you look up so the water runs back, not in your eyeball. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Michael sent an email. He said, uh, Jaber, what are your thoughts on hypnotism? And maybe hypnotism would work for you on getting some sleep. I know there's some... Nights that you need to stay awake for, but uh, there's nights that you can hypnotize yourself to hear a special alarm go off on your phone that would trigger you to be tired. You have to be at some kind of special noise that's odd that would hopefully trigger your tiredness on days that you don't have to be up late. Yeah, I think it's not that I don't believe in it. I've tried it before. I didn't have much success with it. Now, with that said, I didn't go full gorilla on really giving it a chance. You know, after my third session, I stopped going. It's kind of like meditation. I think sometimes you got to really practice this stuff. Everyone says they can't meditate. Well, no shit. To me, I think it takes solid practice of meditating for months on end before you really kind of get into a groove. And I think getting hypnotized is like that as well. Sometimes I, I can't get there. I remember the one guy that was hypnotizing me kept on saying, okay, now you want to go and walk in this forest. And the way his voice was, was all creepy. I just started seeing dragons in the... I think it takes practice. Okay. All right. So maybe not for everybody. Yeah, but I don't mm-hmm. think I've given it a fair shot. Okay. Yeah, Sid in the uh, chat room said that you really got to practice it. It's kind of like anything else. Repetition is everything, so it's probably not going to happen on the first time. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any of us can do anything great after mm-hmm. only a couple times. Yep. Amanda said, uh, hey, I want to uh, reach out and see what your response would be. I've been with my husband for almost 20 years, and we have a very good sex life. Well. For the most part, uh, having sex three to five times a week. In the past few years, we have gotten into meditation. Oh, these fuckers do not have kids. Reeky work and many other spiritual practices. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. No, No. it sounds like they're happy. (laughs) They're meditating. They're banging. They're meditating and having sex. There's not a kid in sight. I promise you. (laughs) It <laughs> says, uh, last week, my husband came to me and said he was going to start practicing semen retention. Oh, a little edging. Says how he explained was some believe it helps rebuild cells there for helping you to live a longer life. He then said it would be a minimum of a month long practice, but possibly longer. I know it's his body, but I am pissed. 
I feel like that is a decision that will be affecting me, and it's a little selfish on his part. I would agree with that. If you guys have a active sex life that's been consistently the same for 20 years and now he wants to switch it up, he should have made that decision with you, not at you. See, I had always thought I'd heard the other way around that for guys, it's better to milk the prostate, basically, as they say, on a daily basis to kind of help reduce your risk of getting the colon cancer. I, I don't know if it's every day you're supposed to. I don't think it's bad. If it's every day, okay. if that's the case, oh boy, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Dead man walking. But uh, yeah, I've heard different theories. I, I know sometimes people believe if you hold on to that sexual energy, when you finally do, it's right. magical and mystical. Yeah. Okay. And it, it's it's spiritual. You'll shoot it, her eye out. It's, it, it's a practice, but yeah, not everyone's doing <laughs> that. on a fire hydrant. Try to get your O face on. Yeah, a month is a long time. Well, anytime you switch up something that directly involves your partner on such a deep level, and apparently to her, it's kind of an important level, you have to run that by them with them before you just make the decision. I would, well, does that mean you can't go down on her and stuff? Like you, you Okay, we, we get that you're not touching yourself, but can you maybe give her an hour long of just... Me taking care of you. Yeah, he said. Them titties. He said he explained <laughs> that uh, we could have sex not as often as we are now, but he just would not finish. But I feel like my job is done when he does finish. So I know even if I do get off, I will feel like I'm not good enough or I don't have it anymore. And it has now become a chore for him. Okay, so they are having sex. He just basically do a long version of edging. He's not. He's not. Yeah. But they are at least having sex. So she's getting... Well, she's talking about the options. I don't don't know. Anytime you switch it up like this, you need to discuss this with your partner. When you start making rash decisions that involve them and you don't talk it over with them, you make them feel weird. And now she's probably going to be all in her head about it. Like, what's the matter with me? Am I not sexy? Is this just his way of you know, telling me that he's not into having sex with me anymore. Like, her mind is going to be racing. She said, am I crazy to feel this way? I've always supported him in everything he does, but this feels unfair to me. No, you're not crazy at all. He is being an idiot. Well, if you care about your partner, I know if you're if you're a person that's got a pleasing type of personality, which is a lot of people like that, you want to make sure you're bringing the thunder in the bedroom. You want to make mm-hmm. sure your mate's feeling good. Yeah. Do other women feel like their job is not done unless he comes? Please help me sort my feelings out. I think we all should feel that way. I, guy or girl, we're trying to make each other, you know. Let's make, <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. Now, I understand that there's certain situations where one might not be able to. Mm-hmm. And, and that and you shouldn't feel bad about that. But, yeah, the goal is let's make you make me feel good. I make you feel good and vice versa. We're going to have some fun together. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. I agree, but it sounds like he's making decisions without her, and that's not a good thing in a marriage. Yeah, that is tough. It, it should be some like, okay, I really, you know, I, I would like your support if I make this choice, because it does affect the both of us. Right. Clearly. And uh, she feels enough about it that she's sending an email into the KBJ show. They definitely, they, oh, yeah, they. They 69. They, I'm just going to say that. Yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking crazy. You knew what you were I say. knew what you were trying yeah. to say. But you were like, 
You were savoring it too long. Yeah. Like, hurry up. You're edging. I'm edging myself. <laughs> Please write a follow-up email. Spit it out. Just like after you gave a little head. <laughs> did you eat a bird sauce during the show? I did. I <laughs> was so hungry, I was dipping Pringles into my bird sauce. And then we ordered breakfast. <laughs> I gave him a bag full of bird sauces that Philip brought to the movie premiere. But I know that bag was full when I gave it to you. And it was. Did you just open it like a shot and drink it? Me, Suits, and Denny's. We usually typically... They don't eat breakfast or have anything. We were all so hungry this morning. We yeah. all just sit went for it. Huh? We all went for it. <laughs> a little celebratory breakfast. Yes. You've earned it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this email says, Virginia read a comment verbatim on air and said, and I quote about Sharon Osbourne, a plastic granny tranny. I think that was the Nikki Six yeah, comment that he'd had. Nikki Six had said that. And it was kind of like his way to dig at her mm-hmm. and... He was trying to say, oh, well, I don't answer all the comments when people write this, this, and this. But just by saying it, that's the dig. Well, he's a dick, and I don't – some people love being a dick. Nikki Six doesn't care. He, he likes getting – he likes having feuds with people. And, and yeah. he, he, she is one of those people that if you fire it up with her, she'll fire back. And if you're a fighting kind of person, which it sounds like he might be – She's a great sparring partner. It's the perfect recipe of a feud. Yeah. said, I'm not uh, sure where this language seems even slightly acceptable, but it was absolutely not okay, and it's extremely transphobic. You wouldn't read a comment written about a famous person that said he sounds like using the F word for somebody gay without at minimum censoring the word, or how about he looks like and using the N word? Would you be comfortable reading that on the air? The flippant use of that word, which is a slur against the most discriminated against people in the U.S., was disgusting and points towards a comfort in using the word regularly, which is alarming entirely. Something needs to be done and said about this. There should be a public apology posted by Virginia herself and the radio station for not censoring it and for saying it at all as well as a public statement made in support of the trans community and against the disgusting use of hate speech. The context of that word doesn't matter. It was said on air. The word that they don't want us to say was said out loud, flippantly unacceptable. Well, I will tell you one thing about language. As time goes on, there are words that we deem to be offensive, and we understand how it makes certain members of certain communities feel. And we've definitely adjusted our language over time. If you would listen back to us 25 years ago, you would hear us probably saying some words today that would make us cringe, because at the time, it wasn't uh, made taboo. And so this word itself, it wasn't uh, meant as any disrespect, I would say, with Virginia. It was just a word that, you know, you've seen and maybe not knowing that uh, a community had set that word aside. And we also I was know, ignorant to that. We also know it's in your heart. Sure. And, but I do know what you're saying. When I read it, I felt shitty actually saying the word. Mm-hmm. But to say the quote... I don't think people would understand what the word was with me saying the T word. Right. Like they understand the F word or the N word. That's the difference. And if there would have been a way for me to quickly say what Nikki Six was saying without having to say the word, I would have. I just don't think people would know the context of that word yet. But I think, too, what's going to always be a tough thing is when people start demanding apologies and saying this, and you're 
you're trying to make Virginia feel bad on something, and she didn't mean she wasn't. Her heart was not right. in no, that place. And I'll tell you, I knew when I was saying it, I, I was very aware that I shouldn't be saying the word, but I didn't know how to get the insult that Nikki Six threw out mm. there without saying the word. And I made a conscious effort, like, well, I got to say the word. But I, I did think about everything that you're saying as I was saying it. And mm. you're right. And I'm sorry if it hurt your feelings because that was not the motive. I did want people to understand what Nikki was trying to do and how mean he was trying to be to Sharon in the moment. And that's the only reason I said it. But I, I totally get your point. Yeah, and in the response that I'd sent back to them, I said, look, I, I think for people to understand what I'm talking about, I am going to use that word in context because I don't know that everybody is there yet. I think they, if you're, they're, they're if not. You're, that, that's just it. That's not what, on that word. They're not. Right. They don't understand, some people don't understand that not everyone knows. But you're right. You know, that that is going to be one of those words that just like, you know, the gay slur with the F, it won't be used. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and I think we're not there yet, but... I hope that we get there. And, you know, this email certainly is exactly what I was saying, but I couldn't, like, think it out loud in my mouth. It was in my head and in the moment. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So there you go. So that's um, a learning moment. So we do appreciate uh, your feedback on that. Uh, but uh, to the point, there was no, uh, no. intent to hurt. Never. Or disparage a community. That's in none of our hearts. No, none at all. I uh, got an email from uh, Grace and said, yeah, I want to give a shout out to my amazing boyfriend, Sean. He listens to you every day religiously and has for years. Honestly, a massive fan. He has been the most amazing partner and best friend. I'm so thankful to have him in my life and have him as my forever person. He is always willing to help and listen. He makes me the best version of myself. I should have done this for his birthday in September, but better late than ever. Love, Grayson. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, I did see this um, one bit of chatter going on. The morning show has Jennifer Aniston on it on Apple TV. And I don't know if you've seen her recently. She's 55 now, but apparently one of the more recent episodes, people are kind of going off about cosmetic work that uh, they think she's had done. And some people are surprised because she in the past has blasted any kind of cosmetic surgery. In 2015, she said there is this pressure in Hollywood to be ageless. And I think what I've been witness to is seeing women trying to stay ageless. I am grateful to learn from their mistakes because I am not injecting shit into my face. And uh, they actually had an expert uh, look at recent episodes. And he said he believes that Jennifer Aniston has had a deep, plain facelift, which lifts more of the tissue around the jowl and cheek and blepharoplasty whatever that might be. I'm sure I'm saying it completely wrong to remove. Oh, listen to this to remove excess skin around the eyelid. <laughs> she did the eyelid lift because she had a hooded eye. Mm -hmm. Oh, we've learned bigger this. eyes. We've learned. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of women are doing this. You know, it, it is a lot of people are getting away from the fillers and doing the little lift or doing the eyelid removal of extra skin it can be around your jowls, it can be your neck, it can be your eyelid. I mean, you're just trying to, like, keep it all tight. But I think the thing about Jennifer is her face looks very different. Well, that's just it. And there's so many people that, you know, we've seen, like a Meg Ryan and, you know, maybe, I don't know, Jennifer Aniston's to that level. But is there a way to 
do things to help yourself look younger without looking completely different. Madonna, even recently, people like I would, if you showed me her photo now, there's I would, she looks nothing like what she did. It's just crazy, and I know, oh, Bert, shut the fuck up. It's just crazy how obsessed we are of making sure we stay as young as possible. And we'll go to <laughs> any lengths, and I'm talking about just the overall. Yeah, I mean, not not everyone's like that, but it's just insane how we are so obsessed, almost to the point where people feel like they're bad people for aging, and that's not right or healthy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And how is this? Some people like I look at Dolly Parton, and you know, I I think that Dolly Parton looks amazing, and I think she looks like an older version of what we knew her as in the '80s. Yeah, she's figured out how to still be Dolly, but yet get these procedures or do whatever she's doing to minimize the aging look on the face without changing. I'm looking at Jennifer Aniston. Okay, she had a total brow lift of the area around her eyes, of her hooded eye. Uh, like, her eyebrow used to be real close to her actual eyelid. Now it's like an inch away. She changed the whole dynamic of that area, and maybe she just changed it a little too much. She also had rhinoplasty. That nose is smaller, where it really didn't look big. Okay. I don't know. You know, someday I'm going to do the lower facelift, too, so I don't want to throw any stones. But she looks really young. Look at, look at the face now. Like, Should we prepare for Pink Lies Part 2? Are you sort of tell us that you're getting your <laughs> lower half of your face reconstructed? <laughs> I don't know. You got to stick around, pumpkin. Expect the unexpected. I mean, I'm going to... I'm going to look like I'm 90 compared to you. You keep, <laughs> I keep, love it. You keep it up. <laughs> and uh, Chrissy had said, you know, I mean, just compare Jennifer Aniston with Courtney Cox. Courtney had had that too. Remember, Courtney kind of went way out. I think he's even talked about how she kind of regrets how far she went. She yeah. did the fillers and she dissolved the fillers because mm. you can do that. So did your girl, uh, Charlotte, from Sex in the City. She said that she didn't realize how much, how much stuff she had gotten done. Until finally one of her friends says, you got to stop getting fillers. Your, your, your face looks like right. doesn't even look real anymore. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. And fillers. And she stopped doing it that. happens because you get the fillers and your face is relaxed. Why, do, why are we getting fillers again? Is that because? Fillers fill in the fine lines. And it takes the area where you have, like, the crow's feet or you have, like, you know, extra skin here. It's the nasal, labial, whatever you call this. But I think what'll happen, and what happened to me a little bit under the eye, you get it done when your face is relaxed. And then you go out in the world and you smile. And then those areas look weird and unnaturally puffy. If you never smile, you look fine. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so no smiling. If you have any kind of facial movement, it changes with all those fillers underneath. And so I think, I mean, I see it a little bit around my eyes that I maybe should have smiled and realized not to put so much. Look, bottom line is this. Your, eye, your <laughs> eyes look very shapely, very large today. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, Paul said, like, look at Jennifer Lopez and how well she's aging, but she does no alcohol, no sugar, no sun. Yeah, no fun, no, no fun. smiles, right. no oh laughter. My gosh. I would, that would be such a terrible relationship to be in. I, I would hate it so much. I just feel like it would be so much non-fun. Right. It's, it's too serious. Be, it's too serious. I think anything that's fun ages the hell out of you. And, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and also, too, man, that just that's kind of stressful. Never, never, I don't know, man. I want to have a little bit of fun in my life. I'm, There's got to be a balance. You know, why can't you eat healthy during the week and still have a good time on the weekend with some booze? Right. Like, you don't have to live in one world or the other. I don't know. I just feel like I'd always get yelled at. I'd spill something. She'd get mad. I'm not, in my fantasy. Oh, me and yeah. her together. You and Jennifer Lopez <laughs> might be the worst couple of Terrible. all time. She, she wouldn't like my goofy ass. Because she ain't Jenny from the block. No, no, she's not Jenny. I'm more Jenny from the block than you she is. You are. Like You're Bird from the block. Like Bird from the block. <laughs> All right, Joe. Well, now you can go and watch the KBJ Horror Movie Anniversary. It is up on YouTube as we speak. Uh, leave comments, shares, all that kind of good stuff. Appreciate uh, all your support. The comments are already jumping up there, so we're trying to beat Grimsley's number. Yay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So enjoy. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.